When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy. We talking about Twitter. Ripple yoy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple yoy. We love Pittsburgh, PA. We love Steeler Nation. We can't speculate and recollate. In the... In the annals of uh, least informative and least important uh, things, we'll call them mm-hmm. things. Things. You know, we're, okay. we're, Technically things. We've had things like, you know, mock drafts. Mm. We've had things like power rankings. Yeah. We've had things like draft grades. Yeah. Uh, Sports. <laughs> um, all, these, all these useless metrics uh, now add one more. To the conversation, and uh, and this is the perfect place for that because this is the conversation about <laughs> the Steelers' social media conversation. Okay. It's what Jin's talking about, indeed. On behind the steel curtain, I am Kyle Christ. With me here is Greg Benevent. Hello. And the conversation this week, uh, you know, we're rising above mock drafts and, and draft grades okay. and uh you know all the all the useless nonsense and to talk about real substance like Whew, finally one day contracts Ugh. one day retirement Ugh. contracts has there been Ugh. anything more important in Steeler Nation than a one day contract uh, i mean i i i can't even imagine this you know, it it, uh, it it shows us how there's nothing to talk about. I mean, there was even like a mini camp, like they had rookie mini camp, like actual things actually no, happened. Kind no, of. no, no, no. Okay. I, I know. I mean, I know where it's something more important now. Does well, a man sign a piece of paper that says I have a job for a day? Because I've had that contract. I just got fired after one day. But yeah, we'll get to uh, we'll get to rookie tryouts oh, in, the, uh, in the in the in the second half. Ooh, I was worried we were going to miss that important story too. <laughs> but let's get to the lead. Okay, at a B eighty four, A B, just want to retire a Steeler. The tweet that rocked the off season, <laughs> and of course, let's uh, let's get into the reaction. Okay, at Katie Pomp, Bob Pompiani from uh, KDKA, Antonio Brown's tweet today that he would like to retire a quote Steeler is a full admission that he messed up and was in a very good situation, both for him and the team. His money would never have been greater. His numbers would never have been greater. His legacy would never have been greater. Mm. Um, wh- uh, is, is AB, is this is this the closest we'll get to an AB apology? Maybe. I, I was just reflecting on, as you read this tweet, how much I dearly, I really like Bob Pompiani, because this is easily the kindest, most charitable way you can take the AB tweet, is that for him to literally type five words into his phone is a way, is a full admission. And to admit that this his legacy would have been greater, his money, what an entire way to turn around everything that's happened for the last half decade? 
It's been years at this point since AP went down this road of villainy. I'm trying to find a better word. I sort of can't. So, uh, no, I, 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 I kind of don't believe a word. Here's the thing. I'm not sure if I believe a word of this, but I'm willing to believe that when AB typed those words, he thought, I would like to retire a Steeler and then forgot about it because maybe there was a cute dog on TV. Maybe there was a fun song somewhere. Maybe, you know. Okay. So you're, you're, uh, you're along the lines as our next tweeter, Mm -hmm. uh, at you're under arrest, Dane. (laughs) Do you guys understand what being a Steeler means, LOL? It certainly doesn't mean walking out on your team. Holy ish, LOL, LOL, in an ugly ads mink coat, LOL. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, is there forgiveness? Is there room to to open the gates and bring back AB? 100%. 100%, yes. No, there is. There is 100%. We can do it next week after the concert in Pittsburgh. We can do that. No, but seriously, I mean, there's nothing wrong with coming back to a team that, that you've wronged. But, like, it can't be immediately. I mean, give it a few more years. You know, it's, it's it's you know, like just to use an example for hockey, Armour Yager could come back now and do a thing because it's been many years since he signed with the Flyers after Yager Watch or signed with the Bruins. Like, but it it's still kind of raw for a lot of people because it's not like two things. One, it's not like AB is outside of the public view, allowing us to miss him. And B, it's not like he's been a model citizen since he left the Steelers. Well, I, you know, he's brought us, uh, he's brought me personally the most entertainment. Oh man! Oh, that that him walking out shirtless at the Jets is a special moment. I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but that that's not necessarily uh, 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 like yes, we should absolutely be associated with this man. It tells me that Steeler Nation shouldn't take it personally because <laughs> he was an equal rights offender. Oh yeah, 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 and, it's, and eventually again, it's, it, 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 you know, it's something. I guess I talk about each week, almost seemingly almost week, about like, ah, Joe Hayden would be a good man to work with. A.B. is the opposite of that. <laughs> if, if you can't tell who the A.B. is in your group, it might be you. <laughs> well, definitely not the A.B. in our group. <laughs> At Ramon Foster. Ramon Foster. Once a Steeler, always one. Remember? Don't go against it now, Steeler Nation. Uh, do, do we even do one-day retirements? I, yes. I think... Who got I one? feel like they've done one. James but- Harrison got one after the Bengals, when he went to the yeah. Bengals and came back. Didn't Rod Woodson get one? Did he get one with the with the Steelers? He might have. I, I I mean, I feel like this has happened before. It, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it also, but like when it happened, there didn't need to be a debate. Whoever else it happened for was something like, oh, they're doing that. It's nice. And it was like a blurb in your newspaper or like a, you know, you would hear a clip from the press conference in the radio. Like it wasn't like it's, you know, we had to have this uh, Lincoln Douglas debate about it. Like, I don't think, um, I think Harrison, I think Debo ruined it. Maybe. I don't think because he did his, I think that was 2019. Okay. After you know he came back from the Bengals or whatever, did his retirement. Then he came back, As played like a player, and yeah. then he had his own little AB routine yes. that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, falling asleep in meetings, not you know not doing the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, ends up getting released, goes to New, New England, England. Mm-hmm. you know, and then he didn't get a one day retirement after that. No, it, um, uh, and so it... I think he, I think Debo, I don't think we'll see these one day retirements. 
the purely symbolic means nothing. Uh, they don't even get the they don't even get a day's pay. No, but I I wonder if it does have something to do with the Hall of Fame. I mean, I can't speak to that. But when you, the way, I, although I guess you, no, you get to choose how you go in because Kevin Green went as a Steeler. I don't think he signed a one day deal. I actually do think you'll see more of these. I think yeah. they tend to do it because it's particularly in free agency. Like it's you know uh, when great players leave and come back and they continue to do this. Like you know, remind me of this when we're doing this podcast in like twenty thirty eight and TJ Watt spends like a year with the Panthers or something. But you know, did uh, did Woodley retire? Did he do a one day retirement? Yeah, but Woodley was. Uh, I don't think he did. But Woodley also remember that ended so badly. That was such a shame. He was so good, and then he got hurt and he fell off. A so cliff. who would be re- who would even be in the. Uh, who would even be in the conversation for one day? Marcus Gilbert is he? Can he get a one day retirement? I think it's something that tends to come. It's more for great players. Like I didn't Fanica do it? Uh, did he? I'm pretty sure he did with, with the Steelers. After yeah, the after the after the Jets and 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 with the Cardinals. It, I, I feel. I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like this has happened more often than you might think. Does AV get a one day retirement? Who's that? Alejandro uh, Villanueva. I, don't, I, I think they can to do it for great players. I mean, I think you kind of can if you're, you know, uh, a hall of less than a hall of very good guy. But it's but I've only heard of it. You know, a lot of teams do it. Didn't Frank Gore just sign one? He just did as a yeah, niner. As a niner at, but I think that's what other teams do. He's also going do. to the Hall of Fame. No, yeah, the I, Steelers tend to do. I think they might do this a few times. They've done it does, before. Does Duck? If anyone, you know, does Duck get a one-day retirement with the Steelers? Duck could actually use the money, maybe, if they <laughs> gave him a few bucks. And I, I and I shame that I would love to have Duck on this podcast, as you would you. I oh mean, yeah, even in like a semi-rotational basis, we could bounce things off of him. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just see this as purely symbolic. And, yes, it is. And it is purely symbolic. You know, I mean, if you know, as far as I'm concerned, AB retires a Steeler. Yes, because that's what he. You know, he's not retiring a Raider. He's not retiring a Patriot. I mean, you know, he's certainly not right. He's not retiring a Buck as he chooses to walk off the field. Hey, at least he got his ring with the Buck. You know, he you, did. Yeah. He did. But he yeah, did. he did walk off the field. Right. I mean, that's. I forgot about that until you brought it up. What a lovely moment that I'm, was. So I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think you need a ceremony to be that. You know, I like you don't need a one day ceremony to retire a Steeler. I think that uh, you know. The AB jerseys uh, in black and gold are going to still be worn. Not, oh, yeah. yeah. There's, and there's plenty of them on sale, too, if you go through the site and other places. I, I did want to comment on the once a Steeler, always want to remember. I love Ramon Foster, but it's not the Musketeers. Like no? It's been uh, years ago. It's it's Also, remember, how would the Musketeers have been if D'Artagnan's like, ah, you guys can deal with these French folks. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, well, well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of a player who I wouldn't root for after they left. You know, I mean, Manny Sanders. I don't know. You know, he kind of left, dropped my radar. Uh, Mike Wallace. Well, I think it would have to be somebody that, like, would really burn their bridges on the way out. I mean, again, it's it's crossing Pittsburgh sports. But, you know, the, the biggest example is Marion Hosa, who, you know, allegedly had some kind of weird negotiation with the Penguins and then signed with the Red Wings and allegedly said something on the way out. Like, it would – and look at, one, how many allegedly, as I said, and, two, how many different things had to happen for that to occur. So it's – you know, there would have to be – either. It, some kind of negligence or malfeasance for uh, 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 for it to uh, uh, fit your bill there. I think. Well, let's uh, let's keep the conversation moving on. AB here mm-hmm. at.
at Vinny Vidi Vici 98. Vince Williams, AB is the best Steelers wideout ever. So yeah, he should retire a Steeler. Um, lot of a uh, lot of conversation on where AB lies. Not only all-time Steelers, but even all-time NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he the best? Uh, you know, let, well, let, let, let's give Vince one more word here. Mm-hmm. For a stretch, AB was the best wideout in the NFL. Lynn Swan was never better than Harold Jackson or Cliff Branch, in my opinion. I mean, that's, that, that just shows again. Vince knows so much more about football than me because I do not recognize those last two <laughs> names. But so I'll, I'll trust Vince on this. I mean, I will say that you know the examples we've quoted here: Ramon Foster, Vince Williams. Those are guys that played with AB. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. L- l- let me hear it from uh, 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 Woodson or uh, someone that didn't. Or you know, it's, okay. I mean, I'd, I'd be more intrigued about that. I mean, for you know, because it's I, I, I'm, I'm, now I'm totally focusing on how you said that's a symbolic gesture. So like now, you know, everything anyone talks about is pure symbolism like let's get somebody from the 90s to discuss it like it yeah it's i mean the problem is look at what's happening we're all talking about ab i thought we made an agreement not to do this not you and i but like the culture i mean here we are it's ab again like the guy he finds a way to th- he was always good at running the routes and finding a way to get open now he finds a way to get open and make us talk about it well like, maybe maybe he that shows that he was the greatest wideout <laughs> then in team history if, if he we can't get him off the brain i may- very well could be and he very well might have been i mean it's i wasn't but i wasn't around to see swan or stalwart i i certainly can believe ab was was the greatest wideout but i mean it's but it also i mean if we're going by the greatest your history then you got to think like okay the guy who's got to play his whole career with Ben. you Heinz know didn't okay well um you know only only thing only point that we can give swan and uh and stallworth is the physicality of the era they played in sure you know the, and they threw a lot less you know there there's a whole rule uh donnie shell rule because mm-hmm. of how d-backs treated wideouts and mm-hmm. lynn swan you know would get concussed on the regular, just, you know, going across the field. So, you know, could A.B. hold up to that kind of physicality? I don't know. Could uh, could Lynn Swan make those kind of catches that A.B. did? You know, at times, yeah. yeah. At times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, but, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And then mm-hmm. you talk about Heinz Ward. Pure symbolism. I yeah. get stuck with that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's, let's see what uh, Steeler Nation has to say. Mm-hmm. At Blitzberg, Blitzberg, mm-hmm. would you let Antonio Brown retire as a Steeler? Fifty-one point four percent yes, forty-eight point six percent no. Not not since Al Gore versus <laughs> W in Florida have I seen such a such a toss-up. I mean, it, 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 and that I looked at this number, these percentages, and it scared me because I realize now that anytime anyone in Pittsburgh sports media needs to drive engagement, they can pull out this topic. This is going to be evergreen <laughs> until he signs that one day deal. It, um, which feels weird. It's a deal that lasts for one day. I mean, that sounds like something you'd sign with Satan. So no, it, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get. Yeah, it's it's this is this this is going to be an evergreen topic forever. But again, I'm very curious to see how my kind of this has after AB's concert this weekend. Let's see. Maybe next week he says, like, I want to sign a one-year deal with a one-day deal with Des Moines. Like, it's just wherever they're going next. Who oh, knows? Well, it, you know, uh, that, I mean, that would be... Mm-hmm. I, yeah, all right. Well, maybe if we, uh, you know, why don't we get AB's point of view, mm, and good. then maybe that will kind of uh, maybe we'll be more persuaded to his uh, point of view. We, we, we've been, we've <laughs> is been, he here? I, I would almost believe that. He's here. He's walk walk, walking, coming through the door now. From, I would literally almost believe from that. Dancing with the Stars season two. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Uh, he, the next best thing we couldn't get Antonio Brown. Okay, but 
We do. We've been promising it for weeks. Oh yeah. Uh, you know he was on the Pivot podcast with Ryan Clark. Okay. Let's let's break it down because you know after uh, after you dive into this, you might have you might have AB side a little more. Okay. Uh, let's start uh, at Steelers Mafia, Blake. Uh, A.B., the greatest wide receiver of all time. Anyone that disagrees is a hater. Compares A.B. from 2013 to 2018. 9,000 yards, 67 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jerry Rice, 90 to 95. 8,700 yards, 80 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Randy Moss, 98 to 03. 8,300 yards, 77 touchdowns. Uh, So that's a a five-year... I mm-hmm. guess you could say AB uh, had a, as good a five-year stretch as anyone in the NFL. Oh, certainly, it, uh, and, and I never doubted that. I mean, it's the argument I'm not making here isn't that AB doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame or wasn't one of the great receivers of all time. That's absolutely true. He was. And, uh, you just don't think he should be retired as Steeler. I, I just I don't I don't care to see him sign the one-day deal. I think I think it's it's if it's purely symbol if it's purely symbolic, don't give him the symbol. Wait a while. Well. Uh, uh, well, of course, it comes down to there was, you know, it seems like all this can boil back to one day in practice uh, mm. shortly after AB's first contract mm. extension. Now, this this is what the crux of the Ryan Clark and AB podcast was about. Let's start with uh, this is AB getting the deal before. Or I'm sorry. This is uh, getting instead of mm. Mike Wallace. I knew he was getting this deal before he did. What? Mike T told me, he said, we're going to offer this to Mike Wallace. And if Mike Wallace doesn't take it, we're going to sign AB. At the time, this dude's coming off two years. What? Pro Bowl as a a returner, a receiver with 1,200 in the, like, damn near the second half. And I'll be honest, I'll say this publicly, and I said it on TV. I said, if y'all don't talk to him and tell him what that means at this age with the way he is, I was like... Y'all are gonna create a monster. All right. So first, so this was this was news to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Was it news to all of Steeler Nation that uh, Mike Wallace was gonna get that contract first, and yeah. then he turned oh, it no, down I and knew went that to AB. At the time. I, that, that was that was reported at the time. Yes. What, what was not reported was the we're running offensive contract proposals past Ryan Clark. <laughs> that that was that was news. It, uh... um, all right. Well, uh, so. Also, keep in mind, AB coming off his second year, unprecedented, in, not only in mm-hmm. team, not only in team history, but right. uh, certainly you know on a rookie deal like that, no nobody mm-hmm. has ever. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know a, that so unprecedented territory mm-hmm. for Antonio Brown. Uh, you know, is that why he has the chip on his shoulder? But it, it seems like he was looking for respect at that point, and he was not getting it. This is uh, let's he, he's talking about kind of how older players uh, had some unhappy exits. I think a lot of still the players, older players, you know, they, their career didn't Oops. really go well how they exited out. You know, a lot of marquee franchise players. All right, so marquee franchise players didn't go out the way that, he, that he's talking about Heinz Ward, obviously, right? Uh, I mean, he could be. He could be talking about Troy. He could be talking about a lot of them. They're athletes. It rarely ends well at the end. All I could think of was what he's saying. I think a lot of Steelers older players, they're going to go, well, how they exited out. Yes, like the ones that didn't show up for a game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, could that have, could that, you know, he's already looking ahead saying, look, uh, Steelers for life isn't necessarily a priority. You know, it's about, I seen how these Steelers for lifers end. It doesn't go well for someone like Heinz Ward didn't go the way he wanted it. So he's already, say, you know, he's already saying like, uh, 
you know, I, I'm not. I'm looking out for me. I'm not, you know, looking out for the team's interest here. And 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 you do that by not going to the game against the Bengals. Well, the, I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. We're talking about something different then. Okay. We're and talking the, about the fight. I'm talking about the fight. Oh, the fight. I'm all... sorry. Back in. The, okay. I, I see. Okay. I. I guess I didn't put together the. 2012. The... We're back in. Uh, this is a mini okay, camp but of this, 2012. But this clip isn't from 2012. Of him saying this isn't. No. This is the conversation okay. was about. This is about the fight in LeBeau and everything. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess I just didn't understand that how ABs talk about the players older careers how that related to the fight i guess the part i'm a little confused about he this is all in context of how this fight started oh and, you okay. know and so he's he's coming to this to the situation saying look i already see how these older players went out heinz ward okay. and ben their relationship fiddled out uh he, he didn't leave he left the franchise not on the best terms that he wanted okay uh, you know it's according to ab okay all right so uh here he is on uh ab and lebeau mm-hmm and only you and I know when I was a young player, high Bruce Aarons used to treat me. Mm-hmm. And I know I was a Pro Bowl player as a second year player and only started only game seven. What? You and I know Bruce Aarons used to say when 88 up, 84 is down. You what? and I know the first time I played the NFL, I scored a touchdown and they benched me for coming late on a bonus day for six games. What? You and I know Bruce Aarons used to say, oh, AB is not a smart player. He's not smart enough to play the X. You and I know Ben Roethlisberger had to say enough is enough for A.B. Bruce Aaron. We got to play this guy. We need him. So it sounds like, according to A.B., everyone was, the odds were stacked against him. He, he wasn't getting the chance that everyone else maybe was in the locker room. Yeah, kind of an unreliable narrator, maybe. I mean, I, I, I mentioned it before. I mean, that, that wonderful little tidbit Bouchette put in the Post-Gazette from A.B.'s first camp about how the team loves rookie Antonio Brown. They think he's too dumb to learn the playbook. And that very well might have been that Arians was the quote on that. It, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I go back to you, you know, with the clip you played earlier with uh, Ryan Clark talking talking to Tomlin about how, you know, it if, if you give this guy a contract, you're going to make him a monster. I, I I think Clark saw that building over time. I mean, again, it's, you know, we're trusting people to remember these things very specifically that happened almost a decade ago. But it, um, but man, I, 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 I did AB get a raw deal as a rookie, rawer than perhaps he should have? Sure, but I imagine a lot of players do. Maybe even ones that aren't even as great as AB. I like, don't know. Ryan Clark didn't, he didn't, uh, you know, he didn't <laughs> seem to fight any of the claims there it seems like uh you know on the other hand though if if ab did have uh some beef against arians then why go play for him again in the the second go round right i mean and the come back to that could be arians was offering him a job like it also too brady was recruiting him too i mean that's i imagine brady managed to i mean again i'm you know imprinting here but i the brady also kind of was willing to be a go-between like hey if you're having trouble with arians you can literally live with me and then the 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 main event. This is really what <laughs> this is what it all came down to. Blows it, uh, and it's AB versus the Hall of Famer Dick LeBeau. <laughs> when you have Dick LeBeau, who is seventy five years old, who he's is an ex NFL player, who's a Hall of Famer, defensive back, right? So he's watching the drill. He's fired up. So Antonio, tell me this: How can Troy respect him, but you don't? I respect him. I'm just telling him in the drill. I will f- him over right now in the drill. But that's not your place. And it was my place. See, if saying? you said that, well, I had to check it. See what I'm saying in the field? Now I'm ready to f- 
him over. In the field, I fuck him over right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. So the little context here. Please. Uh, you know, they're at practice. AB mm-hmm. just got his uh, $48 million extension. Yeah. Unprecedented after his mm-hmm. second year. Mm-hmm. And he in and, and practice, he's getting slapped around by... Ike Taylor, and okay. he doesn't think that that's he's not you know he's he feels he's the face of the franchise now. It's uh-huh. him and Ben, you know, yeah. they're the stars, and uh-huh. you know you don't slap around Ben at practice. Right. Why do you slap around AB? Uh-huh. And so that's you know he was getting into it with Ike, and then when uh, you know when Dick LeBeau told AB, hey, you know, cut it out. Yeah. Then he went at LeBeau, too, and he's yeah. saying, hey, this guy's a Hall of Famer. He can scrap it up just uh, just as well as anyone. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I, I kind of like that energy. Oh, I'm not saying I don't like that the energy was fine, and it certainly served AB well, but I mean, but, but, but none of this puts me on AB's side. I mean, it's it's AB had the, you know, it's, it's okay. They, so he signs the deal, and then, I, I, I mean, sure, I, I maybe Ike Taylor was hitting him more than he should have or jawing at him more than he should have, and maybe LeBeau was doing it more than he should have, too. But, uh, but, but, but it's, I don't know. We're also looking at this in the context of, you know, the last 10 years years and i i, I, I kind of coming around to clark's idea about they did create a monster i mean they created the greatest wide receivers there one of the best of all time but uh you know a monster there to uh deal with too the uh this is this is kind of what turns it for me because okay. you know it wasn't just lebeau then the, it, it kind of spread across the entire locker room mm-hmm. it ain't me just having a fight larry foot having a fight larry foot's the most spiritual guy on his squad right He's telling, he's telling Willie Colon. You I remember, can't fully fight. Bro, you can't. You never f***ing stay healthy. We got a linebacker telling the old line he never f***ing stay healthy. He a fast slaw. Like, bro. He got... I see my bad. line. He went, it went bad. Bro. It went me bad. Me and Mike Taylor blows. You feel me? I'm almost killing this guy here. I almost caught an assault. Y'all had both sides going It was a bad day, man. Bro. Now, what? now he, knew, he done started a war. Now, later on that year, I fight Ike. On family day, the whole hey, this man family here. All right, that's you know, it's like if I, I want to see AB's point of view, but if it's spreading toxicity through the locker room that Willie Cologne and Larry Foot are fighting, I, and apparently he's the spiritual guy. I didn't know that. The fact that I feel like I sort of got that from Larry Foot's Twitter back when he used yeah. to have it a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, I mean, you're saying Ike Taylor. He's fighting Ike Taylor on Family Day. You know, this is a, this is you know the special Rooney. This isn't just any player. This is uh, you know this is Dan's personal buddy, and um, mm-hmm. so it it's, it just tells me that ah man, it's as much as I want to see AB side on this. If he's spreading toxicity through the locker room, I, I get why. Uh, you know where the where the saying uh, hostages not volunteers. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I, I, I'll piggyback. Two things I'll say to that is one, I, I, I have no desire to see AB's point of view. I did that for the last decade. I'm good. And secondly, I come to a wonderful line from that I will uh, paraphrase for this family podcast from one of the world's greatest TV shows ever, Justified, when Raylan says, if you see a jerk in the morning, he's a jerk. If you see jerks all day. You're, you're the, jerk. the jerk. Oh, yeah. dang. And that's this and I, and that's not the word he uses, but that's what I got out of AB's last quote here. It's like, "Oh man, I'm fighting Dick LeBeau and Ike Taylor and Ryan Clark and Larry Foot." And and, and and also I remember from that time the Steelers fans were saying much much meaner things about Willie Cologne than Larry Foot, too. I mean, that's not good for the locker room, but my word. It um all mm-hmm. right. Well, you know, uh, we tried to give you a little history there on AB. <laughs> uh, coming up in the second half, 
We got, uh, oh, we've got our own power rankings of our own. That's right. How are we going to determine who our starting QB is? Well, the the QB power rankings. That's how. Uh, Plus, we've got to break down all of our rookie tryouts. Oh, man. I'm going to miss the AP conversation with that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Enjoy our sponsors. or or not. Or <laughs> we'll be right back. the second half of what Jin's talking about we're we're here to we're here to come back from behind i don't know i don't i swear i know the sticks lyrics until it comes to time to do the podcast and then i never know my renegade lyrics the jig is up is there or something the The news is out those are i don't know which i forget which order they go in now it's even in my workout ipod yeah the jig is up now that's i mean that's i don't know if that lyric would hold up today i don't see ed sheeran writing anything about the jig is up (laughs) all right um you know, it's uh, the conversation is always about right now who is going to be the QB in twenty two, mm. and so like many media outlets uh, who, who come up with meaningless power rankings, <laughs> I thought we need our own po- meaningless power rankings. Hey. Play the music. I'm still the same guy, but with power. All who gain power. Unafraid to lose it. That's right. All who gain power are afraid to use it, unless you're in the QB power rankings. And <laughs> I, then I don't know what the what the, what the story is. All right, <laughs> let's start with number four. <clears throat> Mason Rudolph last week was seen packing bags in a viral meme. Uh, today, uh, you know, n- nothing is nothing. Nothing's getting him uh, higher than four on the ranking. Here's the tweet from at low buffa, buffa low ceilings. How many times does Brandon Hunt have to disavow the Mason Rudolph pick if he says 10 fail Murrays? Is that penance enough? This is in reference to Brandon Hunt is interviewing for the GM up in, okay. uh, up in Buffalo. Oh, right, yeah, up in Buffalo, yeah. And, and you know, how, how, how low does Mason have to get? If Could, could Mason's existence cost Brandon Hunt a job for another team? I, I mean, I... I, I guess i mean i guess it could but you know immediately i think of like how many buffalo quarterbacks you've seen before josh allen in your life i mean that i i i it's so hard for me to beat up on mason but yeah i mean it you know it's it's i still think that everyone's a little too hard on how everything went but i mean the fact that you know but i guess i have to come around on their thinking because the fact that the Steelers brought in so much and so many guys kind of tends to think that maybe they kind of ended up agreeing with the haters a bit so what are you what are you saying you're saying what are, uh, what are you saying there oh i'm sorry that is <laughs> I, I, now i'm just rambling it um but yeah i i guess mason does have to be fourth at, um, Does Mason is I mean is that are they are they asking Brandon Hunt about Mason at all about that pick? Do you think? Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure like any extensive job interview, there would also be like, hey, so tell us about something that didn't work out. How do you? How does it work out when things? What do you do when things are bad? Like what have? What's an emergency at work that you solved? Like they would have in any other job interview. I mean, and maybe Mason came up in that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's go to number three. <laughs> it's Chris Oladokun, uh, unchanged from last week. Also number three. Okay. Uh, we got the tweet here from at Steel underscore Legends. Steel Legends. 
I think Steelers, especially if the team sustains an injury at QB, will inevitably trade Mason or Mitch. We need to see if Chris Oladokun at least become the number three. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of people seem to think just because we drafted him uh, that he's going to be part of the roster. But, I mean, I'm thinking this guy is practice squad at best. Even if there there was an injury, uh, we would bring in you know, a Landry Jones before we would elevate a Chris Oladokun. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'd. I think he'd have, I mean, I, as as we go on and get closer to August, which is uh, sad because time moves too quickly, is that I, 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 the idea that, okay, you drafted uh, uh, Chris here to save the three million by cutting Mason. And then as time goes on, I think that makes me more and more nervous because we've seen what happens when I have to get a third quarterback out there. And I'd much rather it be Mason at this point, even for three million. Yeah, I'm so not... I'm so not worried about the money aspect of it. You know, it's like the cap is fine. We still mm-hmm. we still need to restructure uh, TJ. We still need to, uh, you know, extend Mink. You know, I'm not I'm not worried about Mason's contract of all mm-hmm. things. Right, uh, right. Life is tough enough as it is for all of us. Number two, mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky. Last week, uh, he was waving at people at the Pittsburgh Marathon. Oh. Uh, this week, at Believe Sports, Believe Sports. Mitch Trubisky might wind up going to the Pro Bowl. I'll be the first to say it. Ike Taylor. Wow. So uh he's got the he's got the veteran on his back. I don't know if yeah. anyone else has has anyone been Team Mitch as strong as Ike Taylor's been? Uh, I feel like that's the strongest anyone with a, a real connection to the team has said the idea of just even saying Pro Bowl there. I feel like when Ike says I'll be the first to say it, he did his homework on that one. <laughs> a quick Google will find yeah, out. Yeah, I think <laughs> Mitch Trubisky Pro Bowl. <laughs> uh, well, you think that that would elevate him to number one, but but no. Okay. At Steeler Nation, Steeler Nation, uh, Mitchell Trubisky ranked with Sam Darnold and others by PFF. PFF did a tiered okay. QB ranking A through F, and uh-huh. uh, Mitch wound up in tier E under the title, Let's Not Give Our Hopes Up. Ah, it, it, I, I do feel like Let's Not Get Our Hopes Up could be a slogan for PFF. Like, whatever yeah. you see their analysis. Like, that is a, I can tell you, for so many times you bring up PFF, they do decidedly tier E work whenever we're here reading it in the thing. But it, uh, but I mean, it's, it's, but it, again, there's something in this about being able to sneak up on someone that the Steelers haven't been able to do since uh, 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 2003. Yeah. So, tier E, uh, yeah, no one's looking for tier E to come no, up. Yeah. No I think that's either down by the foundation or like very high by the moon. It's what. <laughs> I'm not sure where tier E is in the superstructure. Uh, you know, well, uh, Mitch had the opportunity to go to tier A, at least in <laughs> in, in Steeler Nation. Uh, but this is what's keeping him at number two. He kind of he kind of blew it here. Okay. At Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to the Trubiskys. His first son was born. Aww. Hudson Davi Trubisky. Mm. Huh. It's, you know, it wasn't a, it could have been a Daniel Trubisky. Uh, oh. It could have been an Arthur Trubisky. It could have been a Myron <laughs> Trubisky. And that would have definitely put him number one with a bullet in the hearts and minds of Steeler Nation. I mean, I always come back to the great Andrew McCutcheon who named his son Steel. That's still the best, but it, but I mean, there's some, but there is something special about someone with a very thick, you know, unintelligible Pittsburgh accent saying Hud Trubisky. 
Hud that's Trubisky. Hud Trubisky. That's going to. That sounds like someone that owns a bar in like 1952 in some like Hud period Trubisky. drama. Hud Trubisky. Like that sounds tough. It does sound mm-hmm. tough. But you only get one firstborn son, and this anyone who's watched, you know, The Godfather or. <laughs> uh, in his, uh, where, where, something where he sold his soul to the devil. What was that uh, uh, Karate Kid? Not the, oh God. Faust. Faust. No, where, no. no where where the Karate Kid sold, uh, sells his soul to the devil. The Karate Kid sells his soul to the devil. Uh, 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 I think it's called Crossroads. Oh, okay. I, I don't even know that one. I was I was thinking about like was there like an alternate cut of my cousin Vinny? Like what? Okay, yeah. So Mitch got his one chance to name his firstborn uh, after the Steeler way and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, if he doesn't become QB1, is this the reason why? Well, maybe uh, it's just that confident in his own abilities. Like, I don't have to change my son's name to beat out Pickett. I can do this. Oh, okay. All right. I'm spitballing. I mean, I'm just. That's uh, a joke to me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, that leaves number one in the power rankings. <laughs> Kenny Wicket Pickett. <laughs> Last week, he was seen eating with Jersey Jerry. Okay. Uh, now, this week, at... Pitt Panthers ML Michael Luchow mm-hmm. at the Steelers store Heinz Field picket eight jerseys wow hanging high and proud okay uh still no 97s at the <laughs> at the Heinz Field store but uh picket number eight didn't wow. didn't see Mitch jerseys it's on Mitch the... 10 right it's Trubisky oh. 10 isn't that it, it oh man so right, uh it, I mean you know if, if capital the, the the invisible hand of capitalism seems to know maybe what the analysts don't yeah well I, I also think the invisible hand the capitalism you know is still going off of like the draft was last week like if things go rough in camp or weeks one through four that that that, that I, I imagine as a symbol of uh, uh, uh capitalism growth the jerseys at heinz field towards the front change quickly that's a pretty good strong leading indicator of the Steelers' stock watch that's uh, the real power rankings that is the power rankings. it just hit me <laughs> um well you know that's not all <clears throat> At Sean P. McGowan, Sean McGowan, if Steelers rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett has a resource like future Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger mentoring him, the rest of the league should be on notice. That's right. Ben has texted Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Did he invite him to his house? A.B.? No. But he texted him. Uh, The mentorship is on. Uh, I don't know what's what's Ben texting Kenny about. I, I, I mean, all I can think of is, man, if all it takes for mentorship is sending some texts, I mentor a lot of people. Okay, like, oh, no, Mr. but Popularity. I bet I just did. I don't, I don't know. I said like through text, like, hey, good luck. That's me mentoring you. I hope it works out. If you want to, because I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I absolutely, maybe it's me being too negative, but that where he said something like, yeah, Ben texted me. If I have any questions, uh, you know, let him know. And I remember thinking, just imagining Ben sending that text and being like, don't actually do it. Like, it's just, here's some <laughs> questions. I, I, I mean, if you have to ask something, sure. But, you know. It's my quarterback. He's, uh, you know, first Ben is going to have to unblock Kenny from Twitter <laughs> to, uh, oh, I'm joking. He unblocked everyone already. Okay. But the fi- but the final reason why okay. Kenny Pickett's number one on the power rankings. At Bowser Auto, power of Bowser, proud to announce our continued partnership with Kenny Pickett. Welcome back to the Berg. Mm. That's right. He's the first endorsement of the rookie contract wow. is here. Bauer, power of Bowser, not Century 3 Chevrolet, right in Church Road, Pittsburgh. Right. I was going to say, they, as far as like, you know, small town jingles go, power of Bowser, I remember being very potent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
you know, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield was doing Hulu and all those national it was progressive, wasn't progressive. It? Like, ma- but but I mean, but, but but Hulu too, like massive, you know, ad campaigns. Kenny t- Kenny Pickett gets the used card salesman. Well, but I think, but also wasn't this the guy with Kenny was had it before? I mean, it's how many people, you know, had it. I mean, how many people have continued the college to pro endorsement? That that's a rare thing. I don't know if anyone's done that. Yeah, twenty five proud years with power of Bowser. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, it guy's coming up on a half decade of service here. Uh, look, be on the lookout for those commercials. Who's gonna now? Who's gonna endorse George Pickens? <laughs> Where, when, when are we seeing those uh, those uh, like selling those things? I don't even know what they're called. I it, thought they were called hajibs, but I've seen they're called buck buck baklava. All I remember from that is like like a month into the lockdowns, where everyone is like, "Yeah, those aren't going to help you. That's not as good as a mask." I remember that. I want one. I want a gray one, but they're like forty bucks. Nike, thanks a lot, Nike. It also looks the kind of thing if you sweat in it, it's just going to it's just going to ruin your whole upper body. But I mean, but works for him. It hey, works for him. Whenever I sweat, I already ruined my whole body. <laughs> Speaking of the rookies, let's get to the tryout camp. It was hey. it was tryout times. This is the you know this is where the Mark Warburgs of the world who do their walk on as the mm-hmm. Philly quarterbacks. This is where movies are made mm-hmm. in uh, in these tryouts. Uh, let's start with at Gamecock Swag two hundred one Gamecock Swag former Gamecock Carlin's Plathole signs with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this is a D back from South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting story. Left Haiti when he was four. Wow. Uh, and you know now he's. I, I like rooting for these guys. Oh yeah, because they're the ultimate walk. You know, ultimate tryouts. I mean, it's as close as you can get to like applying on Craigslist to be a member of a football team. Like it yes. really is amazing that these guys do it. I, I, you got to hope for all of them to make it too. And I mean, I remember years ago you show we talked about somebody made a Photoshop of Duck over Tommy Madison uh, Tommy Maddox's head when you and I were walking to an open mic months <laughs> before he started. So yes. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they, you know these it, things can happen. Duck is now Tomlin is name checking Duck. You know when he talks he to should. these players, what He's, an inspiration! Yeah, and then you know, and there's also guys like Terrence Garvin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, it was um, was who was our who's our other cornerback? Um, uh, oh, Pierre. Pierre, was he a rookie I'm pretty sure he was. I think so. So, if nothing else, he was at least an undrafted rookie for agent. He was there. At, uh, well, we, you know, we signed four of them. Let's get to our second one. Mm-hmm. At Trevin22 Mason. I came. They saw. I'm signed. He's a uh, defensive tackle from University of Arizona, number ninety. So uh, maybe, oh. maybe, uh, maybe he'll pay TJ for the jersey. <laughs> I imagine if he makes it to the team, they're going to change up and give him one of those weirdo numbers that no one else uses. I like this as a tweet. Like that's nice. It's pithy. It's clever. It's yeah. just on something you've seen. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to uh, the offensive side. At Barstool ECU, Barstool ECU, mm-hmm. Tyler Sneed has signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers just got one hell of a slot receiver. They named him an ultimate fan favorite. Well, he is my ultimate fan favorite of these guys because, if I'm not mistaken, his numbers come to 57172, which is <laughs> not dissimilar to me. Like, I'm right around there, and I'm not going to be a slot receiver anytime soon. So I'm very curious to see this guy and much more curious to see him get hit. I'll be honest. I want to see how that goes. Smaller than Calvin Austin, who was right. our, I think, our shortest receiver <laughs> since before Ben. Oh yeah, you have to go back to Chris Rainey as the steel, as a Steelers player that was about my size. So that's why I'm glad for the Sneed guy. So five seven uh, on the official 
website. I think uh, I think five six is what some people. Oh yeah, because I I, th- I imagine they're doing that in the cleats. Like you're standing <laughs> yes. on a thing. I don't think you're doing naked five seven one seventy two with a four six forty. So not the fastest guy either. No, no. So. But it's but it's but again, it's it's I'm, I'm rooting for this guy because it's it's rare you get to look at football and be like, hey, he's like me. But like, no, seriously, this guy's like me. Like, I like he's an ultimate fan favorite, whatever that means. So because he looks like some of the fans, I think is maybe where I'm going with it. Um, well, you know, one we got one more rookie signing. Okay. At Steeler Nation, Steeler Nation, the Steelers signed the most accurate kicker in ACC history following rookie minicamp, uh, Nick Skiba. This guy, he once went viral in college his freshman year because he almost totally flaked on a field goal. The whole unit went out there, and he was still on the sidelines. Wow. Uh, he, he he ran out the last second, still okay. still missed the field goal. But, wow. So, uh, But still, most accurate uh, ACC history. I, I believe that he might be second most accurate in all of college football history. Wow. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, when you read something like that, my first thought is like, okay, why didn't anyone sign this guy? The only thing I can come back to is like, man, that's a lot of nice weather in the ACC. Like, there's some, okay, you're going to Heinz Field and you're playing Boston College, but it's a lot of like, here's Miami, here's Florida State, here's Clemson. I mean, big, tough schools to play in, but not exactly Foxborough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't just about these unsigned rookies. We got a chance to see some of our signed rookie class. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to at Big Steeler Mood. Name coming soon. Mm. All right. Why is Pickens always a vibe? They had a group picture of like all the players from rookie sign out. You know, it's a little, they're all kneeling or standing mm-hmm. or whatever. And George Pickens was lying down on his back <laughs> for the group picture. I don't, you know, this uh, dude is totally a character. Uh-huh. But hey, you're, you got Mike Tomlin uh on on the sideline there so no one can out character mike tomlin we'll go to at neil coolong Mm -hmm. mike tomlin with the photo bomb of the year george pickens was doing his first press availability okay and tomlin just kind of strolls behind him and just kind of stare it was kind of awkward kind of just stares him down (laughs) and just kind of looks at him while he was giving his answers so if pickens is going to be a character look tomlin can just can be as big a character as you are Absolutely. I mean, I, I was struck by when you mentioned that picture of Pickett's. It's very much like they were a group and he's the singer. Like, that's yes. how this is this is framed. He like, definitely is the front man of uh, <laughs> this rookie <laughs> class. You know, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, all right. We're, 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 geez, we're, we're about going long. Let's let's try to. OK, we can power. Let's just, yeah, here. let's put a couple minutes on the speed clock here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go. You know, let's go to let's go back to at Vinny Vidivici 98 hey. Vince Williams. Uh, I also think Jack Ham is the superior Jack, but y'all not ready to have that conversation. He's talking about Jack Lambert, obviously. Jack Ham over Jack Lambert? I mean, now that's a hot take. What uh, to- I mean, I guess, I mean, I feel like my dad said that to me when I was like a little kid, but I have no idea. I mean, it's one of those things. I, I feel like it's like it's like wine or jazz or, you know, rocket ships. It's something I'm not qualified to speak on, but it makes sense. I mean, it, it certainly could be possible. But it uh, again, as we learned with the wide receivers, Vince knows 70s football much better than I do. <laughs> I would love to see. You know, one maybe our the the cutting room floor, maybe uh, Jeffrey Benedict. You know, we challenged uh, Schofield last week to figure out how many games Gary Anderson game game winning field goals game Gary oh, Anderson had. Okay. Uh, I don't think he took us up on that challenge, but okay. I'm I'm challenging Jeffrey Benedict now. Maybe a cutting room floor on uh, telling us who was better, Jack Ham or Jack Lambert. Can mm. we get the de- definitive answer? Mm. I I don't think I don't think anyone listens. So. <laughs> 
I was suddenly afraid about like, what if someone challenges us and I have to do something? But no. yes, but no, that makes sense. At, uh, All right. Well, mm-hmm. hey, speaking of uh, Vince Williams mm-hmm. at Coach Ladon. Dr. John Ladon, excited to welcome Vince Williams to our coaching staff, linebackers coach for Pine Richards High School. Pine Richland High School. Richland, the, what's that? That's great. It, uh, no, I, I, I support this as somebody that took uh, second place in their humorous interpretation tournament one time. So, yes, good for them. Pine Richland is a lovely high school. It's the one next to my where I went at North Allegheny. Okay. And, uh, I mean, I mean, you know, my I went to Laurel Highlands. We didn't have a linebackers coach. <laughs> So I think the days are a little different with this though. They're probably they probably have it all twenty two for the kids as well. Like I imagine it's a brand new day with this sort of thing. Is I, so this is a prestigious academy, I'm guessing, right? Oh, it's, I mean it's a it's a really nice public school. Like it's it a, is public school. It though. is a public school. Yes, but it's like a, it's one of the like the many super nice ones in the western Pennsylvania suburbs. Wow, a public school with a pro athlete on the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. That's uh mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. Uh what, what do you know their mascot? What are they? I want to say they're the Rams. Rams. A, okay. Well, when I was a kid at my high school, I, I Chan Gailey's kid went there and he drew up a lot of the offense we always heard at oh, uh, North wow. Allegheny. But this is again western Pennsylvania suburbs you know, uh, folks with money and lots of terrible tiles and these sort of things kind of tend to happen maybe at, uh, you know. Because Porter's kid and Tomlin's kid, they were, they were in a, that was a private school. Yeah, but I forget where that was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. At, uh, and Jason Gilden coached at North Catholic for years. At uh, mm-hmm. All right, but you know, pub, but not, not, no public schools. But not like like Vince. Uh, now I'm wondering, here. like, did Pine Richland become a uh, uh, private school since I graduated? No, I don't think it did. I'm pretty sure Pine Richland 99 still a public school. All mm-hmm. right, let's go to. Well, hey, while we're talking off the field things, uh, at Jake 25 Ike Jake Eistead, mm-hmm. football is what I do, but not what I am. God has put me on earth to be a blessing to others. This is uh, Alex Highsmith. Mm. Uh, he had his second annual football camp in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, you know, just, you know, uh, just once again, a player given to the community, like to, uh, give mention to these type of things. Oh, absolutely. And again, another guy that, you know, okay. So he was a third round draft pick, but before that, didn't he walk on at some Charlotte school? Wasn't that a guy like they come out of nowhere too. So that, you know, it was, he was the undrafted rookie free agent tryout guy in college at, uh, versus, uh, uh, the pros maybe. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. All right. Hey, good Good look on you, Alex. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's give the final word to at Brune Elections, Ryan Brune. This mm. is kind of off the field. This is the Midwest. You only live in the Midwest if you live in a green county. This is a map of, uh, you know, this the normal Midwest wow. you think of, of Ohio, uh-huh. you know, Michigan, whatever. Yeah. And then they included a couple counties in Pennsylvania. Huh. They included Washington, Allegheny, and Westmoreland. They did not include... You know, Green and Fayette. Do you do you consider uh, Allegheny, Westmoreland, Washington? Is that Midwest? I, I, I mean, I kind of always did. Just, I mean, I never used that phrase. You know, growing up in Pittsburgh, going to college in Philadelphia, and then I never used the phrase or thought of it Midwest until I moved to California. But I've had this exact argument with my mother. I mean, she's very adamant that Pittsburgh is still the Northeast and okay. not the Midwest. But as you and I discussed off the air, it's it's got to be right on the delineating line because you don't think of Cleveland as the Northeast. No. So it's, it's this. So, I mean, yeah, it's either Allegheny County is like the border. I mean, it's either one or the other here on the Midwest versus the Northeast. I like, mean, I, you know, I've, if you go, if you want to include the Southern counties as what would you call that then? Appalachia or Bible Belt? 
think um, Appalachia probably fits because I mean I've certainly heard that in reference there. But again, I'm I, I, there's probably a specific definition for Appalachia that I have no idea what it is. Now, if you said Rust Belt, would that that would encompass all of that, wouldn't it? Yes, but that's also not necessarily. I mean, literally, I mean that's something we actually made. I mean that's we made the rust. It's not a geographic part of the country like Midwest versus Northeast. But yeah, it's certainly part of the Rust Belt. Everything's rusted. That was the steel industry. That was you know, it's definitely Rust Belt. So Midwest, Rust Belt, okay. Midwest, maybe Appalachia for the South. Yeah, it's but but I think it just shows what a unique geographic area it is. That you know, you and I have been talking about this for a couple of minutes now, and have no solid answers. It could be any number of these things. That's just how uniquely placed Western Pennsylvania is within the country. I think only one thing is uh, for sure. It's uh, it's Steeler County. Hey, right? look at that. <laughs> yes, there it is. All right, we will be back next week. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Kyle Kreiss. Greg, are you on social media? Uh, unfortunately, yes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, B as in Victor, E-N-T. Listen to all of our uh, Behind the Steel Curtain podcasts. And visit the website. Why don't you give us a review? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Stop on Apple or something. Give a five-star yeah. review and just say, what Jin's talking about is better than uh, power rankings. It changed my life. All right, we'll see you next week. Stay in school. (laughs) I'm going to laugh every time.